Wallace Trading Floor. Well, hopefully everybody is having a good week. The markets are up once again. It's uh, so it's uh, we're seeing a lot of strength here. Just don't know when this is going to happen. Uh, you know when when it's going to pull back. But at least for right now, we seem to be doing pretty darn good. Um, I just wanted to uh, point your attention to some uh, things that are kind of going on right now. Uh, we have uh, some very very good good news on. NVIDIA, it looks as if with NVIDIA, we are starting to see it move beyond the buy zone. And what's this is good because we're, we're, we're pushing through resistance. So let me get the slides up here. There we go. I'm going to move over to my slide machine. And by the way, if you're looking on TikTok, everything that I'm showing to you, I can't, unfortunately on TikTok, I can't show you the slides because of technical, you know, with TikTok. But if you jump on over to YouTube at youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor, you can definitely see everything that's going on right now. And that's 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 this address, youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So let's, without further ado, get into the slides. Well, here is a stock that is breaking out and holding the breakout. And I want to put your I want to put this one on your radar screen. I was doing I was doing some stock scans uh, this afternoon and I just couldn't believe it looking at Palo Alto Networks. This is PANW. Now, yesterday it broke out and I couldn't figure out why in the heck is this one breaking out. But I figured it out. I finally figured it out. It appears as if because this you know, back to, you know, as we're moving back to work, they're not going to, people are still going to be working from home. And interestingly enough, Palo Alto Networks has the complete solution for the whole, you know, end-to-end security, both at the cloud level, the local level, and the, uh, and, and, and the enterprise level. So it appears as if um, some of the other companies are quite good, like CrowdStrike and, and Fortinet and a lot of the other ones, but it appears that Palo Alto Networks sort of is the, is is the leader in this area and i didn't know this uh, you know and i'm pretty dialed into this area but i didn't know this so this is one you want to look at palo alto networks i'm trying to put together an options trade on it can't quite figure i i still am a little bit leery because you know it just jumped look at this i mean it just literally just jumped right through the buy zone and then way up there but it seems to be holding so yeah, i just can't quite figure it out but this is the one you want to put on your radar screen breaking out palo alto networks very interesting stock, and the, and the symbol on this one, P-A-N-W. I also wanted to bring to your attention an interesting thing. Today, for some reason, and I don't, again, I don't know why this is the case, but apparently the construction stocks are doing well today. They're breaking out. And here's what I'd like to kind of put on your radar. It's called Granite Construction. A good name for a company, I guess, that's in the heavy construction business is Granite Construction. But Granite Construction... It's also looking very good. It's not at a buy point yet, right below a buy point, but it looks, this one seems to be at 41.19, seems to be getting ready. So you might want to put this one on your radar uh, as well. GVA is the symbol for this one, Granite Construction. And we come to the, the, the one that I really wanted to show you today, and that is... NVIDIA. And of course, we've been talking about NVIDIA ad nauseum. I think, I, I think I've spent more of your time than you, wanted, than you wanted to spend on NVIDIA. But, you know, NVIDIA just seems to be right in the sweet spot right now. I don't know why. The composite rating is a 99, which is excellent. Now, the volume's down a little bit today, but it's up 1.998%. And it's already a fairly pricey stock at 222.24. And of course, remember, it's split four for one. So, this is this is powerful. It's making new highs, and that's why when when a stock is making new highs and it has power like this, that's really when you want to set up and take notice of it because that's when you can really do well. And I think that you know, is it too late to get into Nvidia? Well, you know, if you're going to buy it, you better get aboard the train because we're right above the we're right above the 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 uh, the buy point. It's really the the buy the buy range is really from about 205. On up to about 220. Now we're at 222, so we're a little bit extended, but I still think you could sneak in here. You could definitely add in this in this area. I've added several times in this area to Nvidia, and I think Nvidia is just going to continue to power higher. That's what it's looking like to me, anyways. Now I wanted to show you an interesting uh, play on 
you know, we, we talked about Palo Alto Networks here, and I've been looking at Palo Alto Networks like, you know, what can we do? How could we take advantage of Palo Alto Networks without having to pay the high price of their stock? Because they're pretty little bit pricey. I mean, $500, you know, they're, they're Palo Alto Networks, if we, if, we, if we go back and take a look at it, Palo Alto Networks, I mean, it's, it's a, you know, it's a $448 stock, so it's quite expensive. But how can we take advantage of it? Well, I have an answer possibly for you. This, you know, again, this is just an idea, suggestion, but it's something that I'm probably going to put up in, um, you know, I'm going to probably put out on the Action Trade Alerts. I don't know if tonight, and I may put it up in the, uh, on, in, you know, um, on the, on, on the Beacons page. But basically what it is, is it's, uh, uh, it, you know, this the, the, the entry cost on this is about $500, $510. The potential profit on this one is approximate is almost 96%, which I think is superb. And I think there's a very high likelihood of, of, of basically a 50-50 chance that this is going to be, uh, that this is going to be profitable. This is on Palo Alto Networks. This is a call spread. See, it's, it's two call spreads. It's buying basically the 15 October 440 call and then simultaneously selling that 15 October 450 call. This would, this is basically cost you at least when my, this is my calculation about 30 minutes ago, about $510. And we have a potential return of about 490. So this is kind of the, this is kind of the chart that I came up with now. Because Palo Alto Network seems to be moving higher, at least that's what I'm seeing, this one has a fairly good likelihood of success as long as it stays about where it is, about 448, continues on, and then maybe even makes a little bit of a movement up, maybe to about $2 a share, about to 450 by October. So I definitely think that's very reasonable time frame uh, to basically you know, almost um, almost get a, a 90% return on your money, which is pretty darn good if you can do it. Um, there is some downside risk, of course, but it's relatively even money. I want to show you this. And this is what I think is so interesting about this. The downside risk on this is is, is, is uh, $510. Okay, so there is that downside risk. But the, but the return potential, now, of course, this is the maximum return, 490. So that's a 96% return on your risk. That's pretty darn good. And all it has to do is really just stay above the um, stay above basically about 445 and we're and we're good to go as you can see there you go yeah 445 as long as it stays above about 445 we're going to be positive on this trade so this is a spread trade i haven't done it yet myself i just put it together just a few minutes ago but this is an idea that you might want to look at now here's what i'm going to do with this trade i'm going to put it out there so if you're watching on TikTok. Um, this won't be available probably for another few hours, okay? But after this show is ended, you can take a look at this spread trade. Super easy to do. Just go to my just go to my profile, click the link, and you will see. You'll scroll down, and it'll it'll you'll see the thing that says Palo Alto Networks uh, uh, um, uh, call spread, and just punch that button, first and last name, uh, and put put that in there, and then you can take a look at sort of what I'm going to be doing tomorrow with Palo Alto Networks, basically from this breakout. But this is a way that you can participate, and I think this is very very good. And by the way, if you're looking also to join the Discord room, great idea because we have a lot of very very good traders in there. I mean, uh, I. Don't want to brag on some of the people in here, but some of them are doing better than I am doing. And I mean, you know, we've just had some, you know, great, uh, great traders in there. Um, there is a fee, of course, on this one, but, you know, many people make it up in one trade or sometimes even, you know, even less than trade. They make the whole year up and basically in one trade. Um, we've had that happen. So that's also available. Super easy to get on that. If you're, if you're looking on TikTok, just go to the um, pr my profile, click that link and it says special discord service, just punch on that button and you'll see exactly what's going on there. Okay. Well, I kind of want to go and show you what I'm currently holding right now. Uh, and let me see if I can kind of make this a little easier to read here because I, I have my, yeah, there we go. So I'm going to take that off for just a second. Um, just kind of show you kind of what I've got. I, of course, I'm an Apple. I, you know, I'm an Apple fan. I've been an Apple fan for years and years, but it's a little bit, it's, it's a little bit uh, s slow because there is a 150, there's a 150 uh, pivot there. So it's trying to push through that 150 pivot. It's down. It went right up to that pivot and then pulled back. 
But I do believe once we get beyond about 150 with Apple, it's probably going to move higher, probably into the 165 area, uh, you know, trending the next month or so. But it's not a fast mover, but it's a very good company. And they are sitting on a mountain of cash. Anyways, I, as you can see, I very much like uh, Apple. Also, I'm in Palantir. Now, this is up, this is down slightly, about 2%. I'm, I'm, this is on the bubble right now. If this doesn't perform, I'm probably going to cut it. But at least for right now, it's doing okay. I haven't held it that long, but you know, I may want to push into some of the some of the more the better performing stocks. Robert Half, this is just the the gift that keeps on giving. RHI, I think it's I think it's outside of a buy zone right now, so I don't know if you can buy it, but I really like this stock. It's a temporary service company, you know. And interestingly enough, even though we've got stagflation, we've got a lot of things going on in the economy. There's a lot of jobs out there that, that need to be filled, and Robert Half is busy doing that. So they're doing very, very well. As a matter of fact, the, this is a kind of an interesting area of the stock market that I kind of discovered just by doing some research. But the temporary staffing area is actually a very good area. And, of course, RHI is one of the leaders in this area. So I have RHI, and it's up today. Again, volume's down a little bit, but it's still up. I also have Berkshire Hathaway. This is kind of my safety play. It's up just slightly, but this is probably the world's most boring stock. Uh, of course, you know, this is Warren Buffett's company, Berkshire Hathaway. It does keep on moving up, but, you know, it's it's a snooze fest. I mean, basically, if you want to go to Dairy Queen and, you know, Nebraska Furniture, by the way, I did go to Nebraska Furniture with my girlfriend. It was it was she, she really liked it. I, I, I frankly thought it was horrible, but. Uh, they sell a lot of mattresses and furniture, so they're really good. This is Berkshire Hathaway. Again, you, you can't go wrong. If, if, you, if you can only buy one stock, you can't watch a stock a lot. Here's the thing. I'd buy Berkshire Hathaway and just, you know, you know take a vacation because these guys are going to make money probably regardless. ST Micro, it's down a little bit today, but this one has been a good performer. Again, this is in the chip sector, and we have, and, you know, I've been touting it a lot, but I do think they're really good. It's a Swiss Italian company that makes primarily chips for the automotive sector. So uh, very, you know, quite a, quite a good stock. Goldman Sachs, I'm still in that. It's up again today. I do think that Goldman Sachs, if you're going to be in the financials, this is the, in the money center banks, this is the one you want. I think you want this one over a um, Wells Fargo or even a JP Morgan because, because this Goldman Sachs makes the majority of their money not on uh, on, on, on really banking and basically makes it on trading. And, you know, if the debt ceiling is raised and I don't know if it is, Goldman Sachs will have an absolute, uh, it will be a windfall for them because as you probably know, Goldman Sachs is one of, I think there's 13 brokers that, that basically are the prime brokers for all of the U S debt. And Goldman Sachs is one of them. It has been since the civil war. This is the reason why this stock in particular Maybe a good one, uh, Goldman Sachs. And I definitely own it, and um, I'm actually thinking about increasing my position in it, uh, GS. Um, also, Trex, the, it's the plastic wood and decking company. Again, this one's a, this one's kind of came out of left field, but I really like this one, TREX. I don't know if it's in a buy zone right now. It's a little bit extended. I I, I started buying it a little a little while ago. Very much like it. Matson is up as well. This is of course in the very hot container shipping area now shipping you know for most of my career in stock market shipping has been you know just a yawn fest but with matson matson is the last of the u.s flagged um it's the last of, of it's one of the last of the u.s flagged shipping lines based in honolulu hawaii container company very very good they're, they're able to really they really have pricing power in a lot of the markets that they serve so they're doing very well uh, and it's it's not a particularly expensive stock at $77. Definitely like it. Macy's has actually been one of my best holds right now. It's uh, it, it's basically up today again, 32% increase in volume. This is the thing really to watch. It's 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 good when they when the stocks go up in price, but more importantly, you want to look at that volume. That volume is up. This is being accumulated by a lot of people. Now, remember, the thing interesting about Macy's is when Toys R Us went bankrupt, well, they, Chapter 11 reorganization, uh, they're going to come back, but they're going a lot of the stores are going to be in the Macy's stores. So I think this is going to drive a lot of traffic into Macy's. Now, last year was the retail apocalypse, and a lot of companies had to downsize and, and, and pull back. 
But, you know, there are going to be some survivors. Unfortunately, JCPenney's probably is not one of them. I wish they would survive because I do like the store. I don't, I, you know, I sold, I had bonds in uh, JCPenney that I did sell. I, I'm glad I did because, you know, of course the bondholders got wiped out. But, um, you know, there is a retail apocalypse, but, you know, Macy's is doing well, but Nordstrom isn't. So this, this is a telling tale. It's going to be Macy's that, that is the premier department store. That's going to be the, 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 the near luxury department store. Now it's obviously not a Bergendorf Goodman or a, you know, Nordstrom and Neiman Marcus, the ultra luxury um, brands have had struggles, but the upper end, the good, solid, upper middle class uh, department store, Macy's doing very well. So you might want to consider looking at that one. Symbol on it is M and it is, it is a little bit extended. So it's not necessarily the greatest place to start a first position in it, but it's, it's still a good stock. So think about this one. Also, of course, everybody knows Nvidia, uh, I, you know, we, we had that split, I, you know, I sold and then, and then as it's gaining strength now, I do believe that, you know, it's, it's, it's got room to run now, probably it will pull back tomorrow because it's very unlikely stocks will go up more than five days in a row. So we're getting to that point. So don't expect Nvidia probably to move up tomorrow because we've had, you know, Thursday, Friday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, you know, we're, we're, you know, Four in a row, that's a lot for a stock to go up. I think we're going to see a little bit of a correction. That may be a buying opportunity. I believe that, uh, you know, the buy zone for NVIDIA is about at 205 on up to about 220. Currently, it's a little bit higher than I think it's 222. Is that right? Yeah, I had to look kind of, had to look around my camera there. It looks like it is, uh, but it's just slightly extended. Probably don't want to buy it today. Wait for tomorrow. I think there's going to be a pullback on it. And then I think you could probably go into it. I also went into Airbnb. It shot up yesterday. It's pulling back and adjusting. I'm not worried about that. That's normal action. Normally what will happen is something will shoot up and then it will pull back. That's one of the things about Palo Alto Networks. You want to be a little bit careful about that. But it, this is the second day and it's, it seems to be holding very, very well. So that is that. I'm also going to, again, I'm going to be putting out that spread trade on Palo Alto Networks. But you've got to be on the action trade alerts. Or, you, or alternatively, you can go to www Dallas Trading Floor, and it will be up. But it won't be up probably for, oh, I figure it's going to take me about another hour or so after the show to, to finish it up. But I should have the spread trade up there for everybody so they can take a look. And, of course, that's available at www Dallas Trading Floor. So thanks for that. All right. So now we want to take a look. Um, at the questions. Thank you. Thank you for holding on. Yeah, let's go up to the top here. Matt always seems to get in the first. So I hope you're not, you know. Um, oh, listen to this. This is fascinating. Matt really picked a, a, a real winner. Dick's Sporting Goods. And this is one I didn't cover in the in the little opening here. Dick's Sporting Goods has just been on fire. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the chart for Dick's. Um This gapped up today, and this is really interesting. I've been trying to figure out, also, there's another one, of course, Academy Sports. It's sort of in the same, it, it's, it's, sort of, it's sort of in the same area, and it may be, it, it may be um, you know, it, it may be very good as well. But I kind of want to look at Dick's Sporting Goods here. just want to show you this chart, and let's pull it up. See if I can, yeah, DKS. There we go. And I'm going to zoom in on this because this is an interesting story. And let's see. Let's get it. Let me see if I can put that in there. There. Okay. So now this is Dick's Sporting Goods. Let's see if I can zoom in a little bit more on this. There we go. Okay. So really interesting story, as you can see. Okay, well, there. Okay, so hopefully, hopefully we're finished adjusting. Well, just kind of want to roll over here. There we go. Okay, so look at this. This is fascinating. You know, we were we were moving along here very nicely. Then they came out with earnings. I just want to show you this. Look, look at this. Look at the earnings. The earnings were up. This is the largest volume since the last base. I want to show you that. That's really key on deck sporting goods. We have a relative strength of 96. This is an excellent, 
excellent, excellent number. And look at this volume. The, the volume is really the tells the tale. And it is up tremendously from Dick's Sporting Goods. Now, it did pop up. Now, this is very characteristic of the way a stock trades when it gaps up. This gapped up on earnings. Excellent. But as you notice, it settles down to the lower part of the candle there. You can see how it, how it's dropped to the lower part of the candle. This is very common because it's 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 pressing through resistance and then it's pulling back. So if this can hold tomorrow, if this can hold this level tomorrow, then I think we have potentially and I want to I want to kind of like put the put the um yeah, let's just take a look to see ex exactly it's not letting me yeah. Uh tomorrow if 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 we um so Let's see. Uh, okay. Let's see if I can. There we go. Well, it's yeah. So I mean, if it can stay at this level, if it can stay at the the one twenty um, five level and above, if it can hold that tomorrow, then I think we might want to look at going into this. This is just very very good action. I mean. Um, Let's just kind of take a look and see kind of what happened regarding their gap up on earnings. And, and really, this is really what it is. I mean, they did have a sales increase of 21%, but the, but the uh, profits were up 58%. This is really interesting. And considering this is retail, remember, this is not, you know, this is, this is not high tech or anything like this. This is sporting goods and retail. But this is telling us that there's an extremely strong um, there's there's a, there's a lot of strength in the retail area, retail leisure products. Look at this, nine out of one ninety-seven. This is tremendous. Now, is this buyable here? Well, I would be a little bit careful about buying it here, and the reason is, and I kind of want to show you this, is that, and we're looking at the weekly chart here. We've moved way up, so we're we're we're, we're really extended here. But let's kind of see if, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it back here a little bit. Um, shift, and then we're gonna 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 move it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna zoom it out a little bit. Okay, there's a one ten. So so we're more we're more. Okay, so there we go. So we're more we're closer to kind of kind of where we want to be here. So this is this is the this is the um, weekly chart for Dex. I mean, look at it. Look at it move up on that beautiful earnings report. Now, this is going to pull back to to this is going to pull back to the this is going to pull back approximately to there. The reason is is because it's going to settle, but the question is and this may be a very good time to buy it, but not today and possibly not tomorrow. I think this is likely to pull back to about the 120 level. If it pulls back about to the 120 level and can hold that there, then I think we have a tremendous buy. But Dick Sporting Goods, you want to put this one on your radar screen. And, of course, also Academy Sports ASO. This is sort of the companion one. Now, this is actually more viable than Dick's, at least right now. And the reason is, of course, and I'm going to zoom in here a little bit. Uh, and we're going to take a look at the Yeah, there we go. As you can see it, and I'm zooming, I'm zooming it in a little bit. There we go. All right. So we can kind of see it on the screen, but this one has a better. This is a better base pattern. Okay, this is a cup without handle, but it's reached the um, the buy point here at a pivot. So this is probably more viable than Dix uh, is Academy Sports, and this is also a very 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 good performer is Academy Sports, and it has come. Uh, it has not yet. I don't believe. Yeah. We came through earnings. Look at the look at the earnings growth that you have in Academy Sports. Now, I'm very familiar with Academy Sports, of course, because it's a very big store here in Texas. Thirty nine percent up in sales, almost a thousand percent up in profits, and this is really really interesting. So, Academy Sports is one of the ones that I think that you might be very interested. So, of these two, I love both of them. They're both great, but the better one in terms of its 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 setup is Academy. Academy is is set up just a little bit better than Dick's in terms of its uh, in in terms in terms of its setup, and we're gonna just kind of take a yeah there we go okay, so this is this is set up very very nicely, 
It came roaring out of this base. This is the first basing that it's had. This is going to continue higher, probably to the $50 and $60 level. So I would be very, very interested. I'm looking at the weekly chart here. I'm switching to the monthly chart, to the, to the daily chart, excuse me. This is right below the buy zone. Now, the buy zone on this 42.75, currently 42.09. Here's the thing. I definitely think you could start accumulating uh, ASO right now. And I want to kind of, I want to kind of draw a reversal line here to kind of show you this is where it broke out. When it broke out over the this 40-day uh, line, that's when you saw this tremendous growth. So I do think that it, this is ready to pop. This has got the right kind of volume. You see how it's, you see how the blue bars are increasing here. That's a very bullish. This is a very bullish pattern all over. You've got a um, you, you've got a relative strength of 97. That's excellent. You've got an upward pointing relative strength line. And this this line here, and they can't really probably see it. That's the 200-day moving average. It's just, you know, Academy has been out for less than a year. It is now over 200 days, so it's, it's cured, what I consider cured. So I think Academy Sports at this level is a pretty good buy, and it's definitely something that you might want to put on your watch screen. Uh, you're definitely buying in the right place in the market. You know, this is number nine out of 197. ASO out of the two, and the, and though I, you know I, I I can't fault Dick Sporting Goods, it's a great sort, but it's just not as, in as a good a position as uh, as as we see with um, with Academy. So I definitely have. I mean, if if I had a green light, red light kind of system here, I would say you know right now is a great time for Academy Sports. It's just it just it just at the right. It's it's just it's just at the right level. So. Uh, very, very good. Very, very good thing. So let's see if I can put that up. Oh, yeah, summer intern. <laughs> Special Tesla edition. <laughs> show. Goodness gracious. Oh, that's not even good. Yeah, not even right. Um, there we go. Okay. Uh, chart man. Okay. Well, let's put a chart man up there. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, basically, you know, basically that's kind of the, the, the story. Let's, let's put put up chart man here i've got to get him i've got too many too many controls here it's uh it's it's hard to uh, okay there we go okay <laughs> back to chart man well thank you for that that's a, that's a great question and uh, out of the two academy sports i think you got that's where you got to go thank you robert um <laughs> amc going over a hundred dollars yeah yeah Probably not, um, unless there's a short squeeze. I doubt AMC will go that high. I doubt, but it has reversed. I will. I want to show you the chart. I have the reversal line on it. Um, uh, but now is probably. I don't think it's going to go above 100. And the reason I don't think it's going to go above 100 is that the the absolute high on a split adjusted basis for AMC for all time is 72.62. Currently, it's at 43, uh, uh, 43.76. So, yes, it's definitely reversed, and it's moved above that very, very critical 40-day line. That's this red line here. And it's got a 99 relative strength. But And the, and, and and this is pointing upward, so this is good. But do I think it's going to go through uh, 100? No, I don't think it is. It's just not in a good enough group. The, the movie's leisure... Dead related, it's 168 out of um, out, out of out of 197. Now I know this is a meme stock, you know, and I know people were buying it in here, you know, when it was 771, and the and the shorts were going to basically, you know, take it out. But I don't think it's enough. I I I just I don't think I don't think it's enough to uh, I, I don't think it's enough to um, uh, to to counteract, uh, you know, to to, to counteract it. So that was, that's my take on AMC is that it's good, but uh, I think it's, you know, not enough. All right. O-N-P-H. And it, do you want, looking at it for a hold, O-N-P-H. And, and, and obviously it depends on where you got into a stock because that's so, so important as to whether or not it's, um, whether or not it's a hold or not. <coughs> now, this is O-N-P-H. Hmm, okay. Let's try that. O N. PH. <coughs> Excuse me. And I don't see, it doesn't seem, that doesn't seem to register, unfortunately. Maybe Nima, uh, you might want to take a look at that, um, at the, uh, 
at the symbol there because I don't seem to this seem to come up. <coughs> Palantir seems to break break many of your rules. Yes, it does. <laughs> it sure does. I'm trying to hold on to it. I love Palantir, but here's the problem. You know, here you know here's the problem. And I and I um <laughs> I I violate my rules all the time. I wish I was better at this, but basically. Here's here's the chart I have on Palantir. I really like Palantir, but you know they had some issues today, kind of some bad news, and it pulled back a little bit. It it reversed above. This is the reversal line. It's reversed above that. Um, it's off a little bit after hours, about six cents, <coughs> which is not huge, but you're right. It does violate a lot of a lot of the rules, <laughs> a lot of the rules here. Uh, but it is above the the 40-day line. There is, there is no 200-day line because this is an IPO and has yet not been in the market for that long. Uh, they did have some very good earnings though, so I want to kind of take a gander over at those over at those earnings a little bit. The sales are up 49%. The the profits and this is key is up 300%, which is incredible. And as you can see, that's kind of where I went into it. And then we, we, we've reversed higher. We're, we're, we're still, this is still a little bit risky territory. I guess it does have the 200-day line here. It's, it's a black line. It's very hard to see on this chart. But it does look like that might be going higher. So what would I do with it? Well, I'm, I am definitely, you know, I like Palantir, but I want to be a little bit cautious on it. I do have stop losses in on this one. And uh, obviously, you always want to set your stop loss 7% below when you're starting at your position, 7% below where you bought your stock initially. And then as it, as it improves, you want to move it up, but you want to always protect that capital. So, so important. So I'm going to give, I'm, I'm giving, um, you know, I'm giving Palantir a little bit of time, uh, but still, you know, I wish it were better than it is. Okay, great. Thanks hands. Uh, we we're looking at two of them. I want to look at MU first. And of course, MU is Micron Technologies. And Micron Technologies, along with Samsung and Hyinx, are the three biggest manufacturers in the world of uh, DRAM chips, uh, dynamic random access memory chips, which are required for just about everything under the sun these days. Um, but it tends to be a relatively commodity product, so that sometimes can be an, that that sometimes can be an issue. So let's take a quick look at the chart. I'm going to zoom in a little bit on it. Hopefully there we. Go. All right. So hopefully that will be the that will that will give us the good chart. I'm looking at the weekly chart here. So basically what's happened is we've pulled below this critical 200 day line. The reason that's so important is that we look at this is because we always want to buy an uptrend. And right now, unfortunately, even though even though Micron is is moving up today, which it is still in a downtrend, so we don't really want to buy it right now. Now, it is looking like it's turning up. The relative strength line is moving up a little bit. That, that little that little fish hook there, that you can see that, it is at a 47. It's a little bit weak. Um, so, I mean, it, it is sort of starting to turn the corner. We did have some earnings, but I want to I want to point this out to you on the volume chart. Three days, three weeks ago, one, two, three weeks ago, we had some of the largest selling. Ever as it as it moved to new to this area, so I am not convinced, unfortunately, on Micron. I just don't think, at least I haven't seen the conviction. It is still below the reversal. It did make this this movement up today. There was a spike, and there was some there was some nice buying, but I'm still I'm 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 not convinced because it moved right up to the to the 40 day line, but it didn't go past it. So. And then it pulled back. So my guess is on this, we still need to give it a little bit of time. Uh, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna reactivate the. This is the reversal line, and I'm gonna reactivate it. And the reason I'm gonna reactivate it is because I still think it needs to come above that line. And and currently, you know that line that it it really needs to move above about 80. It, it needs to it needs to move. There we go. Yeah, it, it needs to move above about 77. It, it needs to move about 77 before it's going to reverse higher. And that would be absolutely the minimum time that you can buy it. So right now, I just don't think you can you you can buy Micron. I just don't think you can buy it because it is still in a downward trend. And, you know, as much as I like the stock, and I do like the stock, I like the company, I like the story, everything. But remember, you want to buy on fundamentals, which is the story, 
um, and technicals, but you want to sell on technicals. So the fundamental story, I'm liking the fundamental story with Micron, but I'm not liking the fu I'm not liking the fundamentals. I mean, I'm not liking the technicals. I want to see this thing move above the 200-day moving average. That's that's this black line here. I want to see it move above that. So at the the absolute 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 earliest, I would buy this is if it moves above 77. But right now, I think you just got to watch this this one. It's tough because, you know, it would be, I, I wish you could buy it right now, but right now, Micron is getting ready. It is not buyable right now, but wait for it to move up beyond maybe 77, maybe as high as, you know, 79, 80. Then I think you could possibly start looking at it. Now, with Coinbase, and I haven't traded this one since pretty much the opening day. I did trade on the opening day, and I moved in and I moved out. I think I was in a grand total of 40 minutes. Did make some money on it. Uh, Coinbase is an interesting stock. Uh, it, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, Coinbase is an interesting stock, but currently, and this is unfortunate, and I don't like to say this, it's in a downtrend. So I don't think you can, I don't like to buy stocks when they're in a downtrend. I just don't. That's the reversal line on Coinbase. So I'm going to put a an alert on that line. There we go. I'm going to put an alert on the line. So until it moves above this line, I don't think we can buy it. And it's got a relative strength of 15. So even though you might consider this as a proxy for, um, you might consider this as a proxy for Bitcoin, I don't think you can buy, I don't think you can, can buy Coinbase. And if we were looking for a proxy for Bitcoin, there is one out there. It's GBTC. And this, I do believe, is viable, GBTC, because I do think that this has reversed higher. Yes, this is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. They currently hold approximately 4% of the world's Bitcoin. And it does look as if this one is moved up. So this one is viable, the GBTC. So this, this is a proxy for Bitcoin. Seven, you know, 4% of the world's Bitcoin is held typically by, uh, you know, by this company, Innovator. It's kind of amazing when you consider because when they got into it. Uh, but I want to show you this. Um, you know this this chart the 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 change and of course they don't say sales because there's no sales on this one it's an ETF that tracks the price of Bitcoin but we're definitely seeing in terms of the profits on it and this is the key the profits up 275 percent this is one you want to look at if you look at this the last two quarters the GBTC has moved up 200 percent and now how many how many things out there are growing this fast. There's almost nothing in the market that's growing this fast. So this might be a way to get in on a move. And I think this one has reversed and it is moving higher. So that's why I want to show you this. So instead of Coinbase, maybe consider Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. I think you might be very happy with it uh, because it does track. Um, it does. It does track um, um, Bitcoin. So that's a very very good thing. Uber. <laughs> Uber, 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 uh, URBR. And I don't know if they're still banned. I think they're banned in Turkey. I can't remember all the, the uh, countries that they're banned in. Part of the problem, part of the problem with the business model for Uber, at least internationally, not so much domestically, is that in many countries that have high unemployment, like in the Middle East, driving a cab taxi is, for, the, for many men, that's one of the few jobs that they can get. And so it tends to be, there tends to be a lot of political clout when it comes to taxi drivers in many third world countries, especially in the Middle East, because there is such a chronic joblessness there. Something almost all men can do is drive either, either taxis or trucks. So this tends to be a very, very big area. So it tends to have some political headwinds. And that's one thing I will say about it. Now, not so much in the U.S., though. I believe in New York, it, I don't know what the deal is with New York. Uh, and also there was a cal ruling in California that I don't think, I think they were held as employees. I'm not sure exactly. I'm not a lawyer, but um, <clears throat> interesting thing. Currently looking at Uber, the problem with Uber, even though, you know, I've always used Uber. I really like it. Actually, I like Lyft better, by the way. That's another good one. Um, we're in a downward trend. And I just don't like to buy, this is on the weekly chart. I just don't like to buy things in a downward trend because there's an old adage, you know, there's, there's an old adage on Wall Street, and that is 
never catch a falling knife. Well, this is a sort of a falling knife. So we don't necessarily want to, to be catching that falling knife. Now, good things that are happening. Look at that earnings per share. It's up 157%. That is really good. But, you know, and this is, this is the thing. It's so strange. Sometimes earnings, even great earnings, are not very good. This is one of the reasons why if you're holding a stock and you're not up 10% on that, consider selling before earnings. The reason is, is because even with excellent earnings, stocks sometimes can pull back very, very harshly. So I typically don't. As a matter of fact, fortunately, very, very kind person in the Discord group, I said, hey, I'm going in there and I'm going to be buying this stock. Well, you know, he immediately pointed out to me, hey, earnings are in two days. And you know what? He was absolutely right. I put this thing up for sale immediately. You know, I got out with a, you know, a 10 cent profit, like a day trading profit. But, you know, that's such an important rule. And, you know, I got to eat my own dog food just like everyone else. If you're going, if you're buying a stock into, into earnings, be very careful. Make sure that you're up, you know, probably at least 10%. Now, if you really have conviction, yes, you can hold through earnings, but it's not a good practice to because one of the things that seems to always happen is even on superior earnings, they'll pull back and they'll leave you hanging. So my rule is to try to buy in between. Typically, earnings only happen each quarter, so you have about 90 days to build up that 10% cushion before you go through earnings. So that's one of the things I just kind of want to put up there. Um, Ronald, I think the thing with, with Uber, um, you know, I love your question. I like the company, but I just don't like the stock. And, and that's just, that's just the way, that's just the way it, way it goes. As you can see, we're, we're well below the reversal line. I have the reversal line in there. Of course, it'll alert me when that happens, but it's a downward trend. And even though we did have a little bit of a bounce on it, it still hasn't reversed trend. So I would stay away from Uber right now until it just starts acting better it just still just till it starts acting better uh that's the main thing thank you very much let's take um please uh let's talk about mu and uh, i think we did we talked about mu um just a second ago but I, maybe go maybe go back over it a little bit more here's the problem with mu right now it did move up today we had some nice action on it but we're still below that reversal line and as you can see, it, it, it's been declining. It's down, then up, then down, then up, then down, then up, then down, then sideways, and then up. So my guess is it's going to go like that. So I probably would not be a buyer of Micron just because of the, this action. I don't think this is good action. I just think we've got to wait. I think we have to wait until it forms an upward trend. And I don't really see that happening on Uber, I mean, on Micron, until it moves past that reversal line. And that reversal line basically is, uh, is, 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 is about, um, about, about 70, um, 74. So it's right now, it's right at the, pretty much at the, at the reversal line. Let's see if it can go higher than this, but I really want to see it move above the next, line and that would be the um that would be the the, the 200 day moving average that's at 77 so right now i just wouldn't be buying micron i'd wait for it to move above 77 and that's um you know that's where i think we could really um you know we could really see some 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 nice action so be careful with micron is all i'm trying to is all, all i'm trying to say uh because it's still in a downward trend and uh, and uh, I think that's a, a big um, <laughs> a big issue there. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. I appreciate it. Um, all right, let's look at. Uh, oh, okay, let's let's take this because this is great. Uh, Jim, do you um, do you keep an eye on distribution days on the Nasdaq or or on that? This is a great question, by the way. Uh, or on the Nasdaq, how much of the trading is affected by distribution? A lot of it is. <laughs> a lot of it is. Thank you for knowing about distribution days. Distribution days, everybody for out there, is what happens is that periodically, um, many of the funds will sell off, and these 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 can constitute. I could go into a whole litany of of what constitutes a distribution day, but but. Kind of, kind of from a, a twenty thousand foot view, distribution days are when the market is selling off, but the trend hasn't changed yet. Typically, though, if we have 
you know, a lot of distribution days relatively close together, that can signal a trend change. Now, currently, the trend of the market is upwards, uh, but it is important that we keep a track of those distribution days because they can really unnerve you. I mean, you can get in there, you, you know, you, like the stock has been going up for three or four days, and then, boom, you get hit with the distribution day. I think it's the end of the world. Don't. Um, it's it, it, until it changes trend. That's that's really when you've got to really got really really got to look at it. But I definitely look at distributions more so on the Nasdaq because of the kind of stocks that I'm primarily trading. I'm primarily trading growth stocks, and growth stocks typically are more concentrated in the Nasdaq than the S and P. But the S and P is a more broadly based um, uh, index than, of course, the Nasdaq is. Um, another thing you might want to look at. And keep an eye on is the QQQ. The, the, that really, that's the NASDAQ 100, and that's really the stocks that I'm actually most interested in. But that's a great question. Thank you very, very much for that. Um, all right. Oh, Builder's First Source. This is really interesting. This was, I found this in my scan today. I hadn't, this hadn't been on my radar. This is doing very, very well. BLDR, it's called Builder's First Source. And um, I'm seeing some, um, some interesting action in this construction in that area. BLDR is the symbol. It's called Builders for a Source. Nice, nice chart. I want to show you this chart because this is a very, this is the kind of charts that we want to look for. Uh, very nice cup pattern. And then it's come right up to the, the pivot. Cup with handle, stage one. That's very good. The pivot, 52.72. We're at 52. Uh, 39. So it's right below the pivot. So here's the thing: if you want to buy this one, and I think this is an excellent, excellent stock. It's in a, it's, it's in a this building products area seems to be doing very well. Now, because of inflation, I think this area will do very, very well. We're almost at a buy zone with builders first source. Here's the thing: I would wait until it moves above the buy point, but I, you still could buy here. Uh, and I definitely think this checks all the boxes. Look at their earnings. Um, I think we're, oh, okay. Their earnings up 289%. So that's just really excellent. Uh, <clears throat> their, their, their quarter over year change, 289%. And so they definitely had an earnings surprise. <coughs> this, air, this, this company is definitely one that you might want to put in your, in, in your portfolio. Um, I, I definitely think this is doing very, very, very well, and you could definitely buy this one. It's definitely got a excellent, excellent pattern. Uh, so Builders First Source, if you're looking for a good entry, this is one I think you could buy right now, and I think you would not be disappointed at all. PWR. Um, PWR, Quantum Services. This is interesting. Another one. This is also in, it's, you know, this is interesting. This broke out today, and I want to... Uh, uh, this is also very interesting. We're getting a lot of action right now in the construction area. That's why I showed a GVA, that's Granite Construction. But Quanta Services, this is based in Houston, uh, basically is an electrical power contractor, and they're doing very, very well. They're in a great area. Now, interestingly enough, the heavy construction area is not a favored sector of the market. It's 139 and 197, but it is improving and rapidly. So this is kind of, if we're going to look to see a trend, this is a trend that's starting to form. So I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go heavily into this one, but I think this one is definitely worth your time, <coughs> possibly with a half position. Um, this is totally in the buy zone right now. This is buyable as we speak at 102.19. This stock is absolutely buyable as we speak now. When you're buying after a breakout, it does have a tendency to pull back. So here's the thing. If you're going to buy this one and buy this one tomorrow, please wait about 30 minutes or an hour into the trading day before you buy this because it's likely to pull back to the pivot, uh, which is basically 99.52. It's likely to pull back to the pivot, and then hopefully it will settle there. But this was a very good stock. It's, in, it's, it's the right kind of pattern. It's based properly. And I definitely think it's going higher. This is uh, this is a very very excellent suggestion, uh, Aziz. Uh, I, I I think that of these two, um, of these two, I think Quanta Services is is technically in a better 
in a better uh, in a, in a better condition to buy. But I also think that uh, um, I also think that uh, Food Builders First Source is excellent as well. So they're both excellent. They're both viable and uh, definitely a way to go. Let's take a question from TikTok. And da, da, da. okay, thank you very much for taking a look. Tesla and Neo. Okay, well, let's take a look. We always like to take a look at uh, check in on Tesla. Of course, this was my best stock of last year. Um, it has not been my best stock this year uh, because it is still having some issues. And I'm going to pull over to that. We This is the reversal line for Tesla. I'm going to reactivate it. There we go. And you can see this is the black line. So it is definitely reversed higher. But the thing is, it's it's still struggling, and it seems you know for some reason, uh, Tesla just can't get really above, um, you know it 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 it's it's really it's really having it's really having trouble, you know basically at about the 720 area. It just seems like that seems to be a ceiling for it right now. Currently, it's at 711.15, so it's a little bit below that. It does have a tight pattern. But it still doesn't have enough power. So, here's the thing: I don't think you can buy Tesla right now in its in its current configuration. I think you're going to have to wait. Uh, if you're holding it and you've got a cushion, no problem. But I think it's not a good time to buy Tesla. I want to see it move above 720 before we consider buying it. Same thing with Neo. Neo is in a downward trend. It's below the reversal line and it is below the 200-day moving average. So I don't think you can buy either of them right now. I just think you can watch list them. But of the two, you want to be buying Tesla and not Neo. It's just a fact, unfortunately. So that's kind of the that's kind of the long and short of it. Uh cruise stock performance. <laughs> okay. I know people really want cruise stocks to work, but you know uh, you know this uh, I just think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be about two or three years before they're going to return to any measure of profitability. And I kind of want to show you this. Uh, the leisure services industry, 185 out of 197. This is in the absolute bottom basement. Again, it, when you're buying a stock, you don't really want to buy it. Now, when you're going to, you know, Ollie's Bargain Outlet or something like that, you want to buy something that's less expensive. Stocks are not don't really work that way. You want to buy something as it's going high, making a higher high. Why? Because you're always going to be reselling stocks whereas you know if you go to all these Morgan bargain basement you're going to be wearing the you know you're going to be wearing the clothes or whatever for a very long time so with 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 Royal Caribbean I just think you got to until this this until this area gets better I think you got to be a little bit careful uh, a little bit careful with the cruise lines I just think that they're they're very very the, the cruise lines are just it's not a place to be in the market Great. Uh, Jim, does it make sense to add VOO right now with an S&P high? Absolutely. You know, <laughs> here's the thing. And this is this is, what I, this is sort of what I've been talking to, Kate. Thank you very, very much for this. This is a very good, this is a very, very good question. You say, Jim, you know, I want to buy a bargain. <laughs> I want to buy a bargain. I want to buy low and sell high, right? That's what they tell you. Buy low, sell high. Don't believe it. It's buy high, sell high-er. <laughs> and right now, the S&P 500 is at its all-time high. I definitely think this is a good place to buy it. I do. You want to buy something as it's moving higher, high and moving higher. So right now, it's a great time to add your VO position. It's a great time to, to add. So I think you could easily add. Let's let's let me just show you the weekly chart. With the VOO, of course, we you know it's a grab bag. It's a you know it's 500 stocks in here. It's a lot of stocks, so it's just gonna it's gonna be slow and steady rinse the waste. In my opinion, if 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 a hedge fund manager cannot beat the S and P 500, why have one? Why not just buy the VOO or the or the Spider? They're both excellent. So would would I recommend buying it here? Absolutely, I would. Absolutely, this is absolutely the right place to buy a, a an index fund like this as it's making a new high. You don't you don't want to buy it as it's going down, right? You want to buy it as it's going up. So Absolutely. The fact that it's making a new higher high, that's an excellent thing. Thank you for that question, Kate. Um, and I know once you get your once you wrap your, your head around it, you'll see this is actually very logical. You don't want to buy something going lower because you may not be that trend may not change. It may just keep going down, 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 down. 
remember, we've had a few of those. I mean, uh, two years ago, there was a company called Luck and Coffee. Now, of course, it was a Chinese stock and it was involved in fraud. But, you know, it just it just went away. So um, the, the, the VOO or the spider will never go away because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ETF that's based on the entire index. So, but long story short, absolutely, you want to buy something high going higher. That's why I always like to buy all of my stocks typically no more than 15% below their all-time high. And that's a good, believe it, if you, if you back test it, you'll see that over time, this is a winning strategy. Okay, thank you, Kiru. Uh, FLL, uh, this, this is Footlocker, no, it's FLL. I also want to take a look at FL Footlocker, Full House Resorts. Um, you know, resorts have been a little bit more challenged. This is, of course, in the gaming area. I do like the gaming area. Of course, I showed you Penn National. This is still in a little bit of a downward trend, but it actually its chart is probably a little bit better than Penn National. Now, why do I like Penn National? You know, Jim, you're like, why do you like Penn National? It's below the 200-day moving average because I do believe that it is reversing higher. That's the only reason I would buy it is if it were reversing. I would, even though if something pulls down and then reverses higher, that's a great place to buy it. Um, you don't want to buy it as it's moving lower, but as it reverses it, and you, you can clearly see that it has, and it's moving higher, that's a good place to buy it. Uh, with this one, I, I think I would take a little bit of a wait-see attitude. I like this area a lot. This has a pretty good checklist, 67%. It's about my minimum, but I still think it's it's very, very good. Here's the problem. It's I, I would like to see it a little bit closer to its all-time high. Also, it's uh, another thing that I, I have a little bit of problem with, even though this is sort of a non-technical thing. I like to buy stocks that are more than $10. And, and here's the reason for that. Um, typically, um, and, and, and this, is no, this doesn't always hold because 76% of this is in the funds. But typically, many of the better funds will not buy a stock that's less than $10. It's just, it's cruel, but that's sort of the way. They sort of like, you know, you got to prove it to me before I'll buy by even if even if it's really really good so um with this one i think i would be careful i would want to buy a little bit more quality stock probably a pin national even though it's more expensive i like this one it's very good but you know there's a lot of companies in vegas so um you know i don't know if that if that would work as well okay this is probably going to be one of the last questions because we're almost at the end of the hour it just always flies by some so so quickly because there's so many good stocks to look at, and uh, it's 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 really fun for me to do this. So I really like. Really, I want to look at first before I look at Microsoft, and I know I know you you mentioned this Samuel, but I want to look at Foot Locker because this apparel group, this this <laughs> this retail apparel group seems to be doing very very well. And it looks as if it may have reversed. Yeah. Okay. So it's pulled back down to the. To the so it's not a buy today. It's pulled back down to the um, the 40-day moving average, uh, and it does look like it says some resistance. So we can't really do anything there with Footlocker. I just wanted to take a quick look at that one. Let's look at Microsoft, and of course Microsoft. Uh, several years ago in 2017, this was absolutely my greatest stock out there. It was unbelievable. I hadn't owned Microsoft since 2000. 17 years I had known to, and then it just came back and roaring back. Sasha Nadella, of course, is the, the CEO. I mean, he just did incredible things uh, taking over from Steve Ballmer. Um, I still like the stock. I think that, you know, I think it's probably going to pull back to the, to the um, I think it's probably going to pull back to the 10-day line. I want to take a quite of a gander to see how far extended above that 10-day line we are. Okay, we're only 1.6%. Uh, above the 10-day line. This is not an optimal place. I will tell you right now, Samuel, this is not an optimal place to buy. Uh, this is not a good buy point for Microsoft. The, really, the best place to have bought it would have been about 283.19. Now, of course, if you didn't get it on that, as you can see, I, I did some purchasing in here. It's a little extended right now. I would be a little bit careful. Uh, but here's the thing about Microsoft. Microsoft is such a strong stock. I would watch this one, put this watch list. This is going to pull back, and it's probably going to pull back tomorrow and maybe the next day. If it pulls back to the green line here, that's the 21-day moving average, and it bounces off that, that's a great place to buy it. Um, you know, that, that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great place to buy it. So 
Would I buy this right now? No, but I would watch list. I would absolutely watch list um, Microsoft. I would absolutely watch list. It's a great stock, but I think it's going to be pulling back a little bit, and then we'll probably see a bounce either off the 10-day line, that's the pink line right here, or the green line, and that's the 21-day. So I think we want to wait for, for, for a bounce off the 21-day moving average, and that's going to be a little bit below 300. So we, we, we want to see it pull back to maybe a 295 level and then bounce. And then as it pulls back and then bounces higher, you want to buy it as it's moving up. And I think that might be a good um, a good place to go. Well, I have run out of time, unfortunately, uh, today, but um, I will be back, of course, tomorrow. <laughs> same bad time, same bad station. Remember that? I don't know. That's pretty much dating me <laughs> as pre-Cambrian here. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just wanted to point out, um, I'm going to be trying to put together a spread trade, and uh, hopefully I'll have that on a Penn National. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when it'll be out, but if you know, or if or if it will be out, I still need to run the numbers. Uh, but if you're on the action trade alerts, it should appear. And I'm just going to, you know, if if you're if you if you if you just want to just click a button and and download it, that's probably the easiest thing to do. Uh, it's not up right now, but if you go to www Dallas Trading Floor, there's there'll be a little button that has a little thing for Penn National, and it will be jumping up and down. It's kind of kind of hops around, and uh, you'll see it. Uh, and then you could just you could just do that. It's not up yet. It won't be up probably for about another hour or two. Also, um, uh, sign up for the Action Trade Alerts. That's also available at DallasTradingFloor.com, or if you're on TikTok, on the Beacon. So uh, if you're on TikTok, just go to the link, click the link. First and last name and email address, and we'll get you set up for the, uh, for the action trade alert. So, until t in, until tomorrow at two forty. Thanks everybody for for uh, you know for stopping by and taking a look, and do consider uh, possibly getting on the action trailer. It's very easy to do. So, until tomorrow, happy trading.